0: recording all right hello everyone welcome back to start naked podcast very excited for today I got my girl back from the Nfabfo <laughs> Broward <laughs> County <laughs> Western high School Kim gums Kimberly gums she is uh, I've known her literally since like God school I think I don't even know yeah yeah Met mainly in high school, known her for a long time, and she's killing it. This is the entrepreneurial, entrepreneur, however that word is, um, episode, just like we did (laughs) with Christian Breslauer. I've been doing a couple-
1: Christian Bres.
0: Shout out, our boy. Our boy. He's going to be listening to this. I know he loves you. Um, So Kim Gum, she started a business called LeStem. And it is a floral design studio located in South Florida. It's mainly online. She just opened up a, wait, is it open or?
1: No, we're in the build out. So in the next like month and a half, we will be open.
0: Open brick and mortar location, exciting. So I am just, we're just going to start fucking talking. That's it. How you doing, Kim?
1: I am grand. (laughs) I'm good yes it's been so long.
0: Has yes, I've been traveling around I'm excited to come back to Florida to see everyone. Are you though? Are you excited for Fort Lauderdale? Kind of to see the people but in the sun even though Arizona has sun which is nice but you know you, you always miss the the humidity and sweating after standing outside for five seconds. I miss it a lot. <laughs> So I have, uh, I have a couple questions we're going to ask her and we're just going to start talking. So let's Stem, first off, she's from, like I said, South Florida, and now you're living in Fort Lauderdale as well. Yes, I am. So give a little background on you. Tell us. Um,
1: you- I'm 27. I live in Fort Lauderdale, which I love, but I would eventually like to move back to Miami. Um, you've known me since Western days, elementary school, no middle school. Mm-hmm. So Davy. So being out in Fort Lauderdale, I'm close enough to my parents, but you know, it's nice to have that separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, but yeah, Fort Lauderdale has really kind of embraced me. I love how everything's super about what's local and shopping local and the community that Fort Lauderdale has, especially with like the arts and creation. It's just, It's a very good habitat. It just breeds creation.
0: 100%. I never even thought about that. I always think about Fort Lauderdale as just like this party town, but it really is like they're starting to grow into this like kind of like a design district.
1: Yeah, I love it. It's definitely and we're moving right next to uh, Flagler, which is really great. And um, next door to us is this production studio that does, I guess, like commercial tapings for trainings but they also do like just videos and whatnot and like they have so much equipment that that it's really cool. So I'm gonna have to toy around in there and use
0: up whatever they have. In your actual building, they have
1: that? Yeah. So it's like a mini compound. It, um, funny story. I actually lived there. There's two apartments and then it was a yoga studio at the time. And then it was, um, Buddha pants who the owner of the building owns Buddha pants, Rachel. She's amazing. She I had was my landlord. <laughs> Dude, I don't blame you. They're the best. Um, so she was my landlord, and I loved my little one-one. It was my first time living alone, and it could not be more perfect. There was, like, a quartz uh, fireplace, and I had just the cutest little nook, and it just felt, like, so me. And in that place, like, I was alone, but I, like, developed in there. It was, like, the number one year of growth I've ever had. And it, it was your cocoon. Yes, it was. It was like my, you know, when like they take film and they put it in that dark little like tube to be like processed and they put it in a bag at Walgreens, like that was my like development tube. Like I was developing to be like and shown up on like the big picture because I feel like in there is where everything that I thought of came from and I moved out of there. I now live like um, close to the Sunrise Bridge, like um, across from Galleria. Uh I live in the harbor that's right there, Sunrise Harbor. And she calls me and she's like, Hey, like I, I just, you know, I really feel like I would love to see you like create in a space of mine. Like I would totally get this building if you want to rent it and ended up not being a good fit. And then she calls me and she's like, remember the yoga studio that was right next to you? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, it's available. So it's like full circle because I never truly changed my business address from when I first registered my business to my address there. So it's the same. I literally just have to change the unit number. So it's so weird how I thought of that business, created that business. And now I'm going back to literally a door down and 300 feet away to open the front door to the business. I love that. Me too. It's so weird, but it's so meant to be how like timing is everything.
0: 100 timing is 1000% everything. And the fact that that you definitely like you fucking manifested that shit just from being in that little area. And then that happened. I know.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so weird. It's growing really fast, which is great, but I just need to like make sure I stay with the direction rather than like the speed.
0: Right. You, you want know? to keep that quality because that's what it is. You're like, it's obvious the product is you, definitely. Just I, t- so tell me exactly what I know what it is, but for the people that are listening, stem is go ahead and explain
1: A floral design studio. So I do flowers. Um, fresh cut flowers, or I do silk fake flowers if people request them. Um, I work mostly with businesses doing subscriptions. So they're like, they're weekly flowers for me or yachts. I've had a lot of um, good jobs with yachts or um, home design, like home setups. Like for Christmas, This like random Russian billionaire f- somehow finds out about me. The home manager calls and is like, hey, we need like a 14 foot tree. Do you need trees? I'm like, absolutely. Of course we do trees. We do trees all the time, <laughs> you know, but it ends up being such a great job. And I've gotten so many jobs from that one home and you know, word of mouth has really uplifted my business and carried me into different avenues and different niches, niches, niches. niches. Yeah. yeah.
0: Niche. yeah. Niches. Whatever
1: it is, it works for me like this, <laughs> but <laughs> whatever it is, um, I've just been guided in so many different directions, but fresh flowers, install, like installments, occasional arrangements, the whole nine. That's what we are.
0: I love that. And I love your, um, I want to, I wanted to bring it up, but the, the thing that you have as your, like the bio or like the about me section, I was reading it and I love when you like, like allow the, like, let the STEM speak or right? Is that what it was? Let the stem speak or something like that. It was really, I like the way you worded it on there. It's very you.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it. especially when you're like writing stuff that's gonna have a million eyes on it. Well, hopefully a million eyes see it, but it's so nerve-wracking and it's actually a little embarrassing when you go and read it back. You're like, oh my god, what I Dude, that's like
0: the second podcast. You think that you're, I usually just don't go back. I just like wouldn't go back on the website. And I would just like, No,
1: it. you're killing it. You need to know that.
0: And you're killing it. The whole thing. I looked at it. I was like, yeah. damn, this is legit. And you have like the yellow flowers with the black wrapping. I've never seen that before in a floral. It's amazing. It's definitely. So it's
1: Korean. I saw, so I looked mm-hmm. for styles because I didn't want to be like, anything ordinary like I think one of my fears in life is like being ordinary and I was like if I'm gonna do this I want to be so different that people are like oh my god like where is that from or what made you do that and with that black wrap it's actually from South Korea um it's a it's Korean paper wrapping style and no one does it Ah. so people in Russia do it like a lot of Russian florists do it and it looks beautiful but I made sure like no one around me like none of the local people are doing it and I looked up like other countries' flower styles before I created like what I wanted to really put out there. I was like, it's literally called the Lego to. Like, it's like the go to if you don't have style or like you don't know what to do. Like, just trust this. Like, this is solid no matter who gets it, what color. Like, you're gonna do good if you choose this. So yeah, it's from South Korea.
0: I would have never thought that that was even created. I was gonna ask you how you got like the whole design on. I saw that you have like there was like a head flowers in it which was amazing i've never seen that before in my life and all that stuff it definitely and these are all styled by you or designed by. Yeah. you. yeah yes absolutely that's awesome this is this is a, i'm excited to buy some once i you don't ship out to arizona yet so
1: <laughs> no just local girlfriend
0: all right so we have that you told us about list them so what is the plan as far as like where do you see this going
1: Um, you know, I don't know where I want it to go. I just want it to be authentic to what I started it out to. And like, that's not being ordinary. And like I said, I've been from referrals and different things. I've been going down avenues that I never thought I'd be supplying for florals for. So I want to move towards more hotels because that's what I first said to myself. Like, where do I want to stand and look around and see my work? I want to walk into a hotel or resort and see like beautiful installations with my work. But I think the one thing that's really been sweet and it's been my sweet spot right now is walking in local businesses around Fort Lauderdale and seeing my arrangement on the front desk you in multiple places. Like that's a sweet thing.
0: Oh, it's got to so. feel so fucking good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it feels really cool.
0: I love that. Hotels definitely, I could definitely see that. Like walking into the W and then it's on the, like the big ass glass table yeah
1: question. we need the w speak it if the w uses yeah
0: everybody that's listening um I feel like I know a lot of people that would like a lot of like local businesses down there that could definitely use you too I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and pull some strings on there um so what Hold are up. as far as like you've had this business for how long
1: so the stem made two years in November officially and I was selling before that Unofficially,
0: IRS, if you're listening. Um, you So, what is like, I mean, I'm sure you've seen some struggles out of so, so,
1: 2018. So, I'm going on two years this fall.
0: Perfect. Oh, wow. God, I feel like yeah. you're flying by. I feel like you just started this.
1: Flying, year. flying, and it's just been growing and like. You know, you just want to make sure you're doing the right thing and you have the right people around you. And like, you know, cause when you start a business, it's the scariest thing. Cause you're like, wow, people are not only going to judge me if I like fail, but like, I'm not afraid to fail because I just, it doesn't mean like, when my like vision has failed, I've always been a painter or like, I love interior design. So like, this is just an outlet for me to create. So it's not that like my vision of creation has failed. It just means like the plan that I have right now did. Right. So I had to like hold on to that and that, and like having faith really helped me step out in faith and like start the business. And then now it's helped me step out and get the studio and yeah, you just have to make sure like while you're doing stuff like this, you check your circle and make sure everyone's around you and uplifting you. Cause it gets scary and you do feel like, fuck, did, should I have done this? You know, there are times where I was like, I don't know the market of flowers. I didn't realize after Valentine's day, there's like two quiet weeks. You know, I was like panicking.
0: Mm-hmm. but um
1: you know like we spoke you, to, you know
0: it's just did you sad. have people that like brought you down or not brought you down but were kind of like more on the negative side of it
1: yeah of course because some not that I think they're negative people but I think people also cared about me and were like scared like are you biting off more than you can chew or you know like are you sure that's what you want to do it's a super saturated industry which it is but like I said I I wanted to do things that you didn't see in like the everyday flower mills. You know, I wanted to deliver something that people would talk about and want to tell people about like, Oh, I received flowers from a Like you got flowers, but I got flowers from a stem. Right. You know, like I That's wanted fair. to be like the Kanye West of flowers. Like different. His yeah. easies are wanted by anyone. Like I know middle-aged people wearing easies, like kids. wear easies. like, I want my flowers. Like no matter what age group you are, you're like, no, I only get my flowers
0: from Kim. But then you're going to keep doing that. It's going to happen, definitely. Because your shit is like, you know, and that's also, you have this, like, this thought in mind, like, you know, your stuff is legit. Like, nobody's doing this stuff that you, right when I saw the black wrapping, I was like, yo, yeah, that, that a little aspect that you did separates you from the majority. Because usually people do like, like the paper, like the, I really love like, um, what is it? Not cardboard. It's like, like the craft paper. Craft. Yeah. Like that. I thought that that was different. And I was like, Oh wow, that's going to look beautiful. If you like, if I got that, I would love that. The fact that you're doing black paper is just like, it's just the one little aspect and everything else too. It's not only the black paper, it's all the little details that you have in your shit. It's just, even that tree looked amazing. So Thank everything that I'm doing right now is that's, I like it. So the struggles as far as that goes, cause this is like if somebody is listening right now that like wants to start a business and they're kind of, like, that's, like, the main thing is, like, the first step is taking that, like, breaking away from that fear of failing, which is basically with anything in life, obviously. So how did you, besides having, like, people that are, like, cheering for you and stuff, but did you really just, how did you get past that fear, I guess?
1: Um, I started aligning myself. So, like, at first I was, I mean, I still was scared up until like, I'm sca- I'm still scared with the business, you know, it's just what it is. Yeah. Um, fear, fear
0: pushes you. Right?
1: Step away. I think, yeah. Fear fuels you for sure. It should. Um, I think my best advice would be like, understand that like, okay. So when you build a house, right, I forget the numbers, but I'm just going to make up numbers because for like example's sake, they say it's going to take like 30% more time than you anticipate and cost more and the same for business. There's going to be hiccups when there absolutely shouldn't be. And things are going to come along. Like there were so many things I didn't realize I had to do like licensing wise and Mm. you know, upkeep just like running it or advertising like money just comes out of your pocket, but not to be down. Like a lot of people don't understand. Like you don't just roll in the dough. Yeah. You don't just all of a sudden are successful. Like I'll be working at this for the next 10 years. And like, I'm not saying list STEM is my final destination in like my life of what I want to do. Like even if success, like success is on my horizon. Um, there are other things I want to do. So like, also you don't have to feel that you're committing to one life plan. Cause for me, people are like, that's what you want to do for your life. And I'm like, why do I have to be a one trick pony? You know, like, I didn't understand that. I was like, this is what I want to do right now. Like, I'm in this season of my life, and I'm going to take advantage of, like, the seeds that I'm planting and, like, hope they harvest. And, like, you either want to add some water on it or, like, what? <laughs> like, just let that. me do what I'm doing right now, you know?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Well, you So get- all you're I'll very- say is just, Go ahead. just know it's going to cost more than you think. It's going to be scarier than you think. But when you get on the other side and you're actually, like, actively in it it that's when the joy comes and that's when you can kind of take a breath and say okay like i'm gonna roll with these punches rather than like you know so complain about how that it, it hurts. Hurts.
0: yeah well that's usually once they start people i do know a lot of people that have tried starting businesses and then they did back out once they they started noticing how hard it is and it's not like you have to know that the shit isn't nothing a lot of people want like that like quick fix or like that little like Like, even, like, with fat loss or anything, like, you want, like, the quick fix, or you want, like, the free, you know, fucking... American Greed is one of my favorite shows ever, and it's about people who, like, just want, like, the fast money, and fucking Bitcoin, like, all that stuff. Like, people don't want to, like, actually put in the work to get their shit done, and those are the people that usually fail. But the fact that you keep filming. You have
1: to humble yourself. You really need to have, like, humility and humble yourself, because, like, not only is my work always that that like craft is so on my so like I have to tone it down if I truly want success I need to be someone that's worthy of having those blessings come to me you know like you yes people get blessings and I'll look at someone and be like how the hell are they so successful like they're such a shitty person like life is just handing them Mm -hmm. you know but you can't think of it like that
0: Definitely. It does, it does get, it pisses you off when you see that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I am. What the
0: fuck are you (laughs) doing with a successful asshole? (laughs) Yeah. So Kimberly, for all of you that don't know, she's a very down to earth human and she's very, since I've known her literally (laughs) in middle school, I've always been like, wow, that girl's really cool. She's like, yeah, I always thought that you were like, Always five steps ahead of the game, especially when we were in high school. I always thought that you were like, you were like over there. <laughs> not saying like you're not, not that looking at somebody is like better than everybody, but you were just like, I feel like you were more mature always in your brain and you were more like woke as I was. I
1: always wanted to be older than I was. So. Yeah. I from a young age was very independent. Like I remember being in middle school and my mom was like driving me to pick up our like schedule. I guess we do that in Ridge. Do you remember that when we'd go like pick up our schedule before school started? Mm-hmm. And I would tell her like no park the car. I'm getting out <laughs> in my Hollister. Like I will not be seen with you. Like I don't need a parent to assist me. Like I'm going. And <laughs> okay. I was just you know I just from a young age like felt this need to be older than I I was and I always had older friends like all of my friends went to different schools and they were always older and I don't know why I needed that but I just wanted to be doing what the older kids were doing always so I think that's why maybe in school you were like what is like she's over there but really I was just like I don't know I mentally thought I was so much older
0: like you wanted to be not, I feel like, this, like you said, that your fear, because I always ask everybody in the podcast, like, what's your biggest fear? And not that it's your biggest, but one of your fears were like being unoriginal. Is that what it was?
1: Yeah, like being ordinary.
0: Ordinary, yeah, which is a great one. I actually like that a lot. Having it Yeah,
1: it's from the movie. movie. And it like really resonated with me. But yeah, I mean, I, I chuckled a little, or I don't know if that's the word, I chuckled. Um, I like laughed a little bit when you said like, "Oh, Kimberly, like she's always," and I thought you were gonna say like crazy or <laughs> like no, wild, like all. we partied together in high school.
0: She, but like, I feel like it was always, yeah, you just weren't ordinary. Like you weren't the ordinary girl that we had in like second Western high school. It was always different, which is a great. Thank thing. you.
1: That was really nice. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> sorry, <Okay. laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Are you pulling off your eyelashes?
1: <laughs> no, I pulled off a piece of mascara because it's killing
0: me. I have, I have no makeup on right now. You look great, though. Um, so what about daily routines, morning? I love knowing what people do every day because I know that, like, success does not come from a person who just, like, wakes up and does absolutely nothing and just, like, watches TV all day and, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not a TV person. Um, If there's, like, a show that's great and someone tells me about it, I'll watch all eight seasons within, like, three days Finish. of, like, before bedtime. Or I'll carve out time because I can't commit to something that long. Like, it's really weird. Like, I was never into Game of Thrones. And then once someone told me, like, all right, it's last season. Like, you really have to watch it. Like, I finished Game of Thrones in, like, two months. I made sure, like, before bed that's all I watched every single night so I could just get done with it and then give people my feedback. And I feel like I'm just like I need to get things done and I just want it to be over with so it's out of my face. And I think that's how I am. I wake up in the morning. I always wake up between like six forty-five and 7. My body just – since I was in high school, if you had me at a sleepover, you'd want to kick me out because I just wake up even if we were hammered the night before. I can't sleep past like 9. So I wake up. I do emails. Sometimes I'll like tr- fake close my eyes for like 10 minutes. And then once I'm up, I'm just up. And in the morning, I used to love working out in the morning, but I've been so tired the past few months. I've actually taken a break from the gym. I like took a picture. Like I was at the gym like two months ago. I took a picture, like it's comeback season. Cause I thought I'd be held accountable by publicly posting it. Yeah. And it had like a counter effect. I was like, man, I don't give a fuck about the gym. Like, who am I kidding? <laughs> And I, I didn't go back and I still didn't back, but that's another thing too. successful people take care of themselves and I need to do that more.
0: I like, no, you're building. And also you're in the first like parts of your business, even though it's only been two years, that's nothing compared to big like, nothing. business. Yeah. So this definitely takes, I mean, going from I dated people who started gyms and started mobile dental businesses and never took care of, they couldn't take care of themselves. And he owned a gym and he couldn't take care because he was just so fucking busy with the business part of it. You kind of, it goes on the back burner for a little bit, but once you get like into the whole you know, routine of everything and you still, like, yeah,
1: <laughs> I just don't want to like drop the ball on taking care of myself. Cause I want to be my best not even just for work but like my best daughter version of myself like my best version as a friend like partner whatever it is and like you you have to take care of yourself first and i noticed that because i started going to a doctor to like do all my blood and tell me like i know i'm working a ton i know i'm spread thin but something is really wrong if i'm this tired i thought they were going to be like it's your iron and I went to this doctor, which shout out Dr. Abrams in Miramar if anyone is a woman and needs a good hormone doctor. And I went to him and I said, he goes, what are you here for? I'm like, this was literally two and a half months ago. I said, I want to take care of myself. I want to be more successful. I want to wake up in the morning and just jump out of bed. And I went to him from a referral and I said to him, I'm here because I want like a full biological profile on myself. And he goes, what? I'm like, yeah, I want a biological profile on myself. He's like, who are you? (laughs) He was like, like, I've never had someone say that to me. And I'm like, well, I know chronologically I'm 27, but I want to know biologically where I stand. And he's like, you need to stop reading up on stuff. We're going to take your blood and we're going to tell you where you stand. And it ended up that my progesterone's like out of whack, which is a hormone. Mm -hmm. And that's why even if I rest for 10 years, I'm just not rested. And now that I know that I'm starting this like progesterone balancing thing, like, I'm going to have more energy for work. Like, my thought process is going to be clearer. Like, not only in life, but if you want to be successful, like, you need to make sure that you are a sharpened tool. And that means not just like with your knowledge, but like your well being physiologically.
0: I have never, I haven't heard anybody go to a hormone doctor besides one friend. She was getting like her testosterone or whatever, but I did not know that. I feel like I need to go to one to see why I'm tired.
1: <laughs> yeah. It could be, it could be your vitamin D. You never know, but like knowledge is power, you know, now I know, holy crap. Now I'm going to hopefully jump out of bed and have maybe hopefully an hour in the gym before I do emails. And then when I do emails, I'm even clearer. How do you so, yeah. You testosterone?
0: Is that like a pill? Is he giving you like medication or?
1: So it's being compounded. It's actually at um, a pharmacy right now being made. Cause I just, met with him today. That's when he told me everything. Um, Mm -hmm. it takes a while to see him. So don't freak out if anyone makes an appointment, including you. And it takes a while. He's just really awesome. Um, so this is supposedly a tablet that I'll be taking or a pill. I'm not sure which form. And then it's, I'm supposed to take it before bed and it's going to aid in not only my sleep, but my hormones being like balanced. Mm -hmm. So then he said, if I feel good, Double up. His wife has been on it for ten plus years, but she didn't realize she had that issue either. And she's married to a doctor that does this stuff, so
0: it could really just be anyone. Damn, I need to fucking. I didn't even know because I'll take like some days. I feel it's also like we being a woman, it's hard as shit because we have to go through like hormone changes throughout the month. Literally, like it's not it's not easy. I know right before my period, I'm fucking like the most like dead person ever. And right when I'm like ovulating, I'm like, I could literally like not sleep for 10 days and I'm still going. So, and I feel like good. Yeah. I said my, I don't know if it's like the altitude or whatever. I don't know. But I've been, my body's been fucked up. (laughs) It's used to being at sea level. So I need to, I need to go to a hormone doctor. It's actually a good idea. I like that a lot. Um, Let me see. Do you have a, I wanted to, we're going to get into like a little bit more, um, personal stuff but I know that you're in a relationship and as far as like balancing that life of and friendships as well but like
1: work um, I think you just need to be with someone that's supportive period you know I I don't think we would have stayed together if we weren't completely supportive of one another no matter what venture we both go in and like I said like alignment is more important than assignment. And like, he's 100% on my inner circle. Like tomorrow, if something horrible happened to us, like he was 100% a pillar and one of the, you know, legs on my table that held me up during that time of starting the business. And even now, like he does stuff for me to help me out with the business all the time. And you need a partner like that because if they don't also understand what it's like to be eyes bleeding on the laptop or feeling frustrated because things aren't going your way like if they don't understand they'll start saying like you're not paying attention to me or you know there'll be that dissonance between relations and he's busy too like he has his own life so i think people need to occupy their own street and once you can do that and be your own person and be completely comfortable and okay kim's just really stressed out right now let me give her time or let me do this errand for her or you know It's as simple as just not saying anything sometimes, you know? So I balance it well because we always make time for us. Like that is number one. Like, well, even if it's just like we have this thing, it's like really funny. He'll ask me like, do you want to go to the casino tonight? And I'm like, yeah, like I'll meet you at the casino. And it's really just our living room. We have shoe boxes and we have like hundreds of ones in each one. And we play gin rummy. It's like this card game. And, like, that's we'll do, so like, $50 hands, like, $100 hands. Like, it gets crazy. But, like, that's our thing. Like, we'll make sure we have, like, a casino night where it's, like, just us playing card games for, like,
0: a few hours. Or, like, it's really funny, I know. <laughs> Are legit going to the Hard Rock, like, down the street?
1: No, it's our living room. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cute and silly takes my money. But... Room. Yeah. <laughs> it, you do little things like that to make sure like if I feel there have been times where I feel disconnected, you know, he was back and forth in California for a while. And that took a toll because I was in a weird space because I didn't know if it was going to cause like distance or more understanding for one another. And it, it did both at different points. And having a business, I mean, it's not con- to a relationship. If I'm just being honest, it's not, but you have to make the effort and you have to be self aware in, okay, like, am I nourishing my relationship with my partner? I mean, it doesn't have to be as much as your business because your business should have your all, but you know, you should be there for your partner at the same time. And like I said before, like, I just want to be the best version of me, not just as a daughter or a friend, but the best version of me in a relationship too. If I'm going to, if I'm investing in you and you're investing in me, you know, don't you want to know that your asset is appreciating? So it's a good way to say it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so you have to make time for one another. It's so important when you make time, don't be on your phone, be present. Or, you know, if you're on your phone and you're looking at a video, at least show
0: me. (laughs) Say it again. That drives me. It drives me nuts when I go to like, a restaurant and I'm looking at a couple or even a bar or whatever, and it's just them two. And they're sitting on their phone, not talking to each other. Like, yo, like, what is your life like at home? Like, why are you guys even here?
1: I, I know it makes me around. sad. It makes me so sad to be honest. And maybe there have been times in going I know there's people I dated before that was definitely at the table. Like, why am I even here? Oh my God. Like he's on his phone. I can't stand him. Yeah. <laughs> But and that's exactly why, you know, it
0: to them. you're like, why are you on your phone? They're like, why are you always nagging? You're like, it's, oh, I hate that. That's a big, that's a big pet peeve of mine. Definitely.
1: Yeah. But being present is a superpower. Like, I'm not saying it's okay what people are doing, but we're in the time where like, it is so hard to hold someone's attention for more than five minutes. Like, I think business, like I do business calls with people and I end up on the phone for like 40 minutes and I'm like, okay, I, I wish business was like 10 minutes. You know, like, we should just get it done.
0: Right. You know, it's- well, yeah, I think that was a lot of stuff in life. <laughs> Women have a, a, a tendency usually to, I'm glad that you're like that too, because when I have like conversation with friends and shit, they're like, they'll go off on like tangents and telling me too much detail and like, yeah, just get to the point. Like what happened? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's the guy in us just like wanting to get it done. We do give a lot of detail, but you know what? Detail is what makes things great. I like detail.
0: That's precise. Well, detail with other stuff. But when you're telling me about why you're mad at a dude, like, don't tell me what you had for breakfast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just get to it. Just tell me what the fuck you want to say, and then I can hang up.
0: Um, Do you have a person... These are the two questions that I ask. Like I said, one of them is like, what's your biggest fear in life? Which I think is... I've gotten, like, a lot of um, answers from different people. A lot of guys don't want to be alone, which is pretty interesting. That's uh, what they said? Yeah. I've had, like, crazy. people have told me that they don't want to be alone. They don't want to end up alone. And uh, women tell me that, like, people feeling at life, I guess, or, like, not. Yeah. Mine is, like, I don't ever regret anything, like, not doing something and having a um, which I really like that, too.
1: I don't know my biggest, but I know one that constantly comes to mind and, like, is part of why I am such a hard worker and I've always had, like, multiple jobs is because I just wanted to always be on my own to where if I needed to help my parents, I could, and that's, like, a huge fear of mine that, like, God forbid my parents, like, fall incredibly ill like that they won't have to worry about oh my god like the medical bills or this or that like I want to give my parents back and I think I have a fear of not being able to do that that's a huge fear of mine and I think it would haunt me forever if I couldn't do that
0: that's a big one and that puts a lot of weight on you too definitely
1: a lot which they never asked me to have they're very self-sufficient but it's definitely (laughs) self-inflicted But yeah, I think not being able to help people that really need me would is a big fear of mine.
0: What's your, your horoscope? What's your zodiac sign?
1: I'm a cancer. Cancer. I don't
0: know much about them. Now we're I-
1: highly emotional. Emotional? That's good. Highly emotional beings. Like we run off emotions, which I don't know. I met someone like I know someone that has the same birthday as me and I feel like we're polar opposites people.
0: Yeah, it's always Virgos are supposed to be like super like prude and like to themselves and like very organized and I'm the complete opposite.
1: <laughs> yeah, Justin's a Virgo and he's not a prude.
0: Oh he yeah? is <laughs> <What's that laughs> <happen?
1: laughs> <laughs> But yeah. No, I'm a cancer. But I don't know. I feel like um I was dating this guy and his sister had this book and it was like the science or the n- something about birthdays. And, like, you put your two actual birthdays or your numbers or whatever, and it'll tell you about the relationship. And it was really spot on. Ooh. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm more into numerology than I am horoscope.
0: Is that like like picking your birthday date?
1: So, like, you add your numbers up. Um, I'll send you after we talk. It's like this whole – my boyfriend now, his mom is super into it. And um, so, you add your dates, like your – Birthday, your date, and like the year. Like I'm an eight, and uh. so is Justin. And like eights are a certain way, and the way they do business, the way they are in relations. Like da 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 You go down the line, and it's, it's really real. And once you like know about numerology, you'll see things show up. Like I always see twenty six and two. Pl- that's my birthday. Like I see every time I look at the clock, I always wake up at six twenty six in the morning, which is my birthday. And um, I'll like go back to sleep, but there's always a twenty six in something. And eleven, eleven. Like a lot of people do, eleven, eleven. Like to see eleven, eleven. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's like a thing. So you're, we're like primed to see it more. Both numerology. Like once you understand your numbers, you'll see like, wow, I've had this address or this, or like all of my addresses have been this, or you know, just some single weird things. But now when I make decisions, I kind of use numerology sometimes for like my wink of like, oh right, you're doing the right thing. The God wing. Definitely. Have you heard of uh, angel
0: numbers? I do the same. I see 121 like everywhere. I lived in places that are 121, 121 every single day on the, on like my, uh, drive yeah. or something. On, like, I believe in that for sure. 100%. It's definitely, I think it's like also when you're, when your ears are ringing, you're supposed to look at the time and then that's like angels whispering to you like hey you're doing you know whatever that message is that's very spiritual shit I'm very (laughs) I want
1: to know what deja vu actually means because I have deja vu so much like within a month it happens twice each month
0: they say in the medical field that it could be an aura that you're about to have a seizure, but that's a,
1: (laughs) so now I'm definitely taking phenobarb daily.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But I think that the, that's supposed to be like, isn't that like a sign? Like you're in the right place and like everything that you're doing is like, like keep going type thing.
1: I I don't know. I think we're going to go with that now that you've said the seizure thing. So we're definitely going with that. And I'm glad I know now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's about it. I know that I have a friend that has epilepsy and she would have uh, auras right before, or she would have um, deja vu right before she had a seizure. It's pretty crazy. actually. Taylor Lucchese.
1: Oh man. <laughs> she's doing so good with her little family. She looks so cute.
0: She's awesome. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's pregnant again. It's great. She's, she's
1: great. having them for all of us. So we don't have
0: to yet. Exactly. Cause I don't, none of my friends are getting married None of my friends are even engaged, so something needs to happen. Why don't you, uh, you get married and then I could get to your wedding?
1: <laughs> I don't want to have a wedding. I just want to have, like, a rager.
0: I like that. Same. I want to spend all my money on my, my What us call it, called? the, what's afterwards, honeymoon?
1: Yeah. I just want to have a rager that's just, like, so silly. Like, I want to have, like, a churro tr- truck and, like, cappuccino cart going around and like pizza pies with like our face on the boxes and like you know when you like RSVP to a wedding yeah. and I'll know someone's stealing this because I'm saying this on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um like under your seat like you know when you're like chicken, fish, like you check off what you want. Like I really want whenever I get married, um, under the seats to have like slides with like I cop this at Kim's wedding. And it's, like, just, like, oh, you know, rubber gosh. slides to your size so that you can take off your heels and, like, dance if you, if you want to. And, like, guys could take them home. Guys use slides. Like, have the slides awesome. guys wear them. Like, where did that come from? Trash. Like, they should be honored. So, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> rager, a big dance party. I
0: love that idea. That's, yeah, I'll be there. So I'll be waiting for my invite. Oh, you will.
1: I want to throw it back, like, Western style, like, kegs. <laughs> I'm just okay. kidding. No, we're not doing that. Have it at Markham Park. (laughs) Yeah. You've known me since the good days of uh, Markham Park drinking. If people don't know where that is, it's a public park that people take their children to, to have like birthday parties. And we would drink there when we were seniors in high school. Yep. 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 That was,
0: uh, yeah. It's spring break right now in Fort Lauderdale too. I remember always skipping school. Hopefully my parents aren't listening, but (laughs) I think they already know. I, I did not do things in it. The oh, they know. But that's good. Huh? Uh, thank you so much for doing this with me. This is Thanks fun. for
1: asking me. Like, this was so cool.
0: I want to, like, I'm trying to get just, like, young entrepreneur, people that are just, like, kind of killing it in life. Even though everybody has, like, their own struggles and shit, I like listening to. Uh, I, I, I'm a big Tom Philly fan of, like, impact theory. <clears throat> If you know what that is, but he, like, he yeah, yeah, he interviews like, people that have like changed the world. And I want to get like just ordinary people that aren't crazy popular yet or crazy, like, you know, famous. And I want to get them more. So when your business blows up, I'll be able to say that I interviewed. I'll
1: always remember this is my first interview ever. Yeah, <laughs> interview podcast. <laughs> But thank you so much I really enjoyed this it was nice to like talk it out
0: thanks um yeah so whenever I, I always like to say that I'm gonna speak to you and I'm gonna do another podcast like in a couple months or a year is in we'll just like look back and see where you've grown me and Christian said well, that through first. a year yeah well a year yeah and hopefully this podcast is like way bigger than than it is right now it will be <laughs> well, hopefully it will be recording in my car it's been it's yeah it's been a struggle the
1: best stories start like that what do you mean if you had like a perfect studio i wouldn't even want to listen to your story
0: thank you i like that because i always thought that it was weird that i was recording with like apple headphones
1: (laughs) no what do you mean that's the best do you ever hear success story and they're like well first off their sugar daddy from utah uh paid for a $12,000 bill dot of a soundproof room. And then she started a pod. No, like you should sit in your car because it's going to give you that humbleness and humility to be real. Absolutely. And you'll come from a different perspective and a different place when you're asking these questions and, and you're talking to people or talking about your own experience. It's just completely different. You come from a different place. And I think when you do blow up, you're going to be like, wow, I'm so glad I was in the car before this podcast afforded me a car.
0: You know, yeah. Oh, it just—they gave me chills. <laughs> oh my god! That was a God wink. It's okay. I'm gonna keep doing this. <laughs> Good. Great. Um, thank you so much. I'm happy that I got to speak to you, and I'm probably just gonna text you right after this. But thanks, everyone, for listening. See and check out Listem if you are in the Broward, Dade area. It's Lestem Floral, L E S T E M floral dot com. Go get your fucking flowers, alright? Go buy your girlfriend something. Or just Yeah, buy-
1: if you've oh. fucked up. You need to buy flowers.
0: With like some fucking Korean inspired shit. It's different.
1: North Korea, baby. <laughs> Not north. Not north.
0: No, yeah. No, no Kim Jong un flowers. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bye.
0: All right, bye. I'll talk to you later. Yeah.